Happy Tuesday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. As always, I'm Anthony Totry. He is Shane Diefenbach. Shane, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh huh. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. How are we feeling, everybody? Mm. Hi, Daniel. Daniel's in the chat with just the, the little wave. Nice little. I think he's doing the princess wave. Nice no, that. Yeah, I think that's exactly no, what he was doing. If he was doing the princess wave, it would be a. A cup emoji. Mm, okay, cup what? and a hand. Princess wave. Everybody, if you're a princess waving, send a cup and a hand emoji. Everybody do the princess wave goodbye to the Arizona Wildcats? Question mark? Exclamation point. Oh, exclamation point. It's I done. It's a is, done deal. I think this is done. Why do you, you said that to me this morning. What makes you think differently than you did a month ago about this whole because situation? Because of the people that are saying it now. I, and just, I just... It, it just feels like it's done. It just already feels like it's done. They're just waiting the TV rights deal. And you are thinking that it's Arizona and Colorado. It's Arizona and Colorado. Tommy Lloyd and Deion Sanders. Well, we'll get into the latest in terms of Jet the Fish. the Big 12 um, because there and was a CU Board Pat of Regents meeting today. Um, before we do any of that, I want to really zone in on Arizona and if they were to leave the Pac-12 for the Big 12. What is a regent? What is a regent? Yeah. Like you're talking about the Board of Regents? Yeah. What's a regent? A singular regent. A singular regent. Well, there's this lovely thing called the internet. Yeah, I know, but I just feel like what it's just thrown around all the time. A person appointed regent. to administer a country because the monarch is a minor or is absent? Here we go. See? Doesn't make huh. sense. He no. was Princess Wave. A member of a governing body of a university or other academic okay. there institution. There we go. Okay. Well, we'll sense. we'll talk a little bit about the CU Board of Regents meeting a little bit later. But the bigger question is, if Arizona were to leave, what does that do to the Arizona State U of A rivalry? It's still there. Um, uh, we'll get to we'll get to our our peanut gallery in a second. Um, <laughs> but there are rivalries in state that are not in conference: yeah. Iowa, Iowa State, Florida, Florida State. Um, it just it would it would suck. I think it's stupid, um, but it doesn't kill it completely. It's the oldest rivalry in in college sports, like the oldest cup. So. Yeah, it is the oldest cup. We have uh, we have a Wildcats fan ready and available for us. We have so, a Wildcat. We oh live Wildcat. No. Saul, what do you think would happen to the the rivalry if Arizona were to depart? My first my first feeling is, is how the hell did we get to this point? <laughs> like. Yeah. Honestly, like, and I'm not even trying to place blame on ASU or anything like that, but it, it's it's terrible for for the state, right? Because if the worst case scenario plays out and Arizona goes to a more lucrative conference and the Pac-12 falls apart and becomes basically uh, another version of the whack, then ASU's sitting there trying to figure out what their options are, and I'm sure at some point they'll find their way to the Big Ten or even the Big 12. But in the meantime, you come off holding the bag, and that's just such a bad look. And for the rivalry to exist, there has to be consistent matchups. Mm -hmm. And if Arizona leaves the conference, unless they are like, hey, once a year we're going to play you in football, and once a year we'll play you in basketball, um, what's the point for them to have to play you guys? Yeah, And that's the thing that sucks because Arizona – I mean, listen, if they're going for basketball purposes, which by and large, this is a basketball move, they will be part of the the premium basketball conference in the country. Yeah. If, if they add SDSU and UConn, then Arizona has no need to play Arizona State at all in basketball. Mm -hmm. In football, I think you keep that rivalry just because of the whole, you know, just like Stanford and Notre Dame and USC and stuff like that. You got to keep that. But there's really no need for Arizona to play ASU in any sport. 
Yeah. The one other question I have for you, and Shane, you could chime in on this too. Do you think, and we probably touched on this a while back, but it feels like both of these teams are worth more together than they are apart. Like I know the current situation is it feels like it's Arizona and CU that are going to be the latest Pac-12 teams to depart. But doesn't it make more sense if you're the Big 12 or even the Big 10 to be interested in the entirety of the Arizona market as opposed to just half of it? And a, a much lesser half in Tucson than than Phoenix. Again, you're you're talking about sports specific. Yeah. Uh, if you're talking about football, then we're talking about a different scenario. And I would agree with you that yes, Arizona is the weaker school in terms of that and has to attach itself to ASU because ASU out of those three teams, Colorado, ASU, and U of A, by by far ASU is the better program. I don't care what the fuck Colorado's done in the mm-hmm. 1990s. Okay, um, but they have prime. Yeah. And the vision and the, the the attractiveness of prime also makes a big deal to the Big 12 right now if you're just talking football. But in basketball terms, I mean, listen, UConn and SDSU are smaller universities than ASU. Yeah. It doesn't matter to the Big 12 because this is a completely basketball play. And that's exactly why ASU is, is in a vulnerable position. You would like Arizona and U of A to go together, a million percent. But if you're the Big 12... You don't really need ASU, you know, and you don't really need Colorado. And that's where I think the ASU play should be. ASU should be pushing hard to replace Colorado instead of just worrying about attaching itself to U of A to go because Colorado to me is just kind of, it's, it's a, it's a legacy pull in. Yeah. But it's also, I think a, a trending up, it's a potential thing, obviously the Dion thing, but you have a top five recruit in the nation in basketball coming into Colorado yeah. as well. Like things are just looking up for the school in general. And I think that's going to be hard to pull away, um, pull that away from the big 12. But yeah, I mean, look, if and Michael, we, Michael Crow has a big part to do with this as well. well yeah. If you're the big 12, do you really want to bring in somebody that doesn't really place a high regard for athletics into your conference. Yeah. And I think that's that's really what's staring ASU in the face right now. Yeah, and I think, I mean, that's I was just about to bring that up, right? Like, we have talked on this show for, for months now that the issue gets placed a lot on Ray Anderson for the way that the programs are performing. But at the end of the day, it's pretty clear that Michael Crow doesn't necessarily care as much as ASU fans or just other programs in the pack do. So... If if I'm Ray Anderson, you have to make that push, I feel like, to Michael Crow. Because at the end of the day, fast forward three, four, five years from now, and the Pac-12 is dead or ASU fans are irritated at where the programs are currently sitting, like all the blame is going to fall on Ray and Dr. Crow is going to get the chance to replace him and it's the, the cycle is just going to repeat. Mm, no, is it not? I don't think so because this we're not talking about you know, you're losing your ex program, you, you know, you made a bad hire, you're talking about something that is just bad for the school. Like, that's, they, they, I, that, it's something that's bigger than your athletic director, something that you look at, I don't know, the, the, the leader of a conference in George Klyovkov and Larry Scott and what he did before that, you look at guys like that, before you look at a athletic director for a single school. Um, but if you're just talking about the school, then I think it's a Michael Crow problem. And it has been for a while. So how do you fix it? Right? Is there is there a fixing? And I know this is we're getting really far into it because at the end of the day, look like we're not gonna be able to influence Michael Crow or Ray Anderson's decision when it comes down to all this. But like from a strictly athletics perspective, 
it makes a lot more sense for Arizona State, a program that, I mean, historically has been behind the curve when it comes to advancing. We saw that with recruiting. We've seen it with NIL. We've seen it with the transfer portal, right? And the Pac-12 in general is usually behind when it comes to advancing and evolving. So, like, how do you fix that? Or is there a fixing it? And it's just kind of like a, a waiting game to, like, they're just going to have to fuck up royally so bad one time to the point of, like, no return for them to actually realize that you have to be moving with the times. You can't be sitting back constantly when it comes to athletics and expecting people to ever care. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So you what, just, are you, what are you asking? Is, is it going to take a royal fuck up for them to get, like, it through their head? At least for Michael Crow? I don't. I just don't think that that, that it, it's not even like he's not messing up. He's doing what he what he thinks is best. Like there, there is no messing up for what he's doing right now because this is what he he wants to be doing. It, he's there is no royal. The, it, the, this is what he's doing. Like it's not it's not a question of of when is enough. It's a question of when is the change going to happen because clearly this isn't a guy who's who's pushing this forward. There's no fucking up with 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 Michael Crow. The fuck up is that he is here and he doesn't care about sports. And but that's not but that's his that's that's what he wants because at, at the end of the day he's not an athletic director. He is the president of a university. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna back out for a second and, and talk about this strictly from a perspective as like an ASU fan, right? Like obviously we love sports, right? ASU fans in general. They love their sports, whether that be football, basketball, baseball, whatever. Everybody's got their own thing that they support. But, like, at a certain point, you get tired and you get exhausted of, A, watching teams and programs be mediocre. But, B, when it's so clear that there's a leadership that doesn't care about advancing the athletic program. Like, there are ASU fans that would kill to see Arizona State be in a college football playoff or make a deep run in an NCAA tournament. But guess what? You haven't got that in 10, 15, 20, 25 years. And based off of who's in charge now, you're not looking at getting that in another 10, 15, 25 years. And that's not necessarily on the coaches, right? That's not to say that Bobby Hurley is not and cannot be a great basketball coach at this level. This is not to say that Kenny Dillingham can't and won't be a great college football coach at this level but like when you don't have leadership that pushes this agenda of okay we are going to put an emphasis on sports it gets exhausting to be a fan and now you're at a point where realistically if Arizona your rival decides to go with CU or any other school and, and go to the Big Ten or the Big 12 whatever and you lose the rivalry like that that hurts even more that hurts almost as bad as not being competitive, like seriously competitive at basketball or football what, for 20 years. Watch this chat. Do you think that if ASU hired Deion Sanders that they would be going to the Big 12 right now? I think I think so. Genuinely, I think that might have been. I, it, I think it definitely... I don't know. It is... The reason I never fully bought the Dion to ASU train was because Dion is very loud. Everything Dion does is out there. It's very loud. It's very boisterous. But everything that Michael Crow and Ray Anderson have stood for over the last, however, five, ten years, 
it, they move like they move in the shadows. They don't. They're not loud. They're not boisterous. It's not things that like okay, that are will, daily things. That's not the question, Tautry. But that's what I'm saying. Is I don't think. I think yes. I think Dion swayed Colorado's decision to move and potentially move to the Big Twelve. I I never saw Dion as a fit here, so it would be tough for me. Okay. But yes, yes, I think. So Dion Sanders, if hired at Arizona State, would have contributed. And ASU would be going to the Big 12 with Arizona. Yes or no? No. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think Michael Crow is somebody that is very tough to sway in one direction. But Michael even Crow's if you not are... saying... There, there, there was, it's not like the Big 12 came to ASU and was like, do you want to join? Michael Crow was like, no. That's not what happened. But it's philosophy, right? Well, but, like, but but, but, Dion's not going to sway Michael Crow's philosophy of research over athletics. Well, it doesn't matter. You have Dion Sanders now. It doesn't matter what he's swaying. It's that it's big. The Big Twelve says, "Ooh, big new shiny coach at ASU." The program's trending up. Like this is Deion Sanders, more money. But they the, don't know if it's trending well, up. But, but they don't know if CU's trending up. But they're clearly buying into this. They're like, buying into the noise. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if Dion was here, so you the, think that then that if Dion was here, that yes, ASU would be going to the, pack, or the Big Twelve? I think so, absolutely. And you think CU wouldn't have been, yes. or it depends on the coach? No, not a chance. Really? Yes. 100%. Wow. Colorado, Colorado football had nothing going for them. Nobody was covering them before Deion Sanders got there. Yeah. There was no reason to be bought into that team. They, they went through three quarterbacks. None of them were good. They, they won one game last yeah. year. They've won three games in two years. Nothing was working for them. Why the F would they would big the Big Twelve want Colorado, whose football team is one of the worst in the country, and whose basketball team is mediocre at best every year, and is underperforming constantly? Because you've got Tell Deion. Me I mean, yeah, Deion. It's Deion like... Sanders. So Totri, if Deion Sanders was at ASU, would they be in the Big Twelve? Let's just say yes. Is a, if ASU is going to the Big Twelve, is that better for the school than it is right now? If ASU. ASU moving to the Big 12. Yeah, yes. Then staying here. Yes. So would would you rather have Deion Sanders Stop at ASU? It. Stop it. You just, no. 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 Really? No. I, and again, I haven't seen, like, the only reason you can why, have the big, no, don't even put this on what I got to. No, 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 Let me just finish my thought real okay. fast. I'm sorry. Okay. The only reason why I'm in the same boat as you, I'm I, no, I'm not taking Deion Sanders, is because I think in two years down the line, this the Pac-12 is going to dissolve if it doesn't already. And ASU is going to be in the Big 12 or somewhere else where they could, they're going to earn the top dollar like yeah. every other school. Or the, the, the solution that I think is the best is the conferences are just going to dissolve because none of this shit matters. And, and the live and the PGA Tour, the SEC, <laughs> the Big 10, the Big 12 are all going to be one yeah. and figure out a way where they can make even more money. Yeah. And ASU is going to be there. That's the only reason why I don't think. Because I know for a fact the guy that's at the helm in Kenny Dillingham is doing what's best for these young men to win I agree. football games. I absolutely agree with you. I absolutely agree. So, some comments in the chat I want to get to. Vontez Buckshank, stop all the madness pack. Please find a way to add SDSU and SMU and stay alive. Vontes, West why? Coast ball and the best ball. Look, this is, this, is, this is my issue with this, though, right? is for such a long time since USC and UCLA have departed over the last 365 days. It's be like, how can we save the Pac-12? How can the Pac-12 continue to live on? Fuck the Pac-12. Fuck George Klyovkov. It, it's, that's not what ASU fans and what 
Arizona State should be worried about is saving the Pac-12. They should be doing what every other top dog in terms of college athletic does, and they should be asking themselves, what is best for us? What is best for Arizona State? Arizona State doesn't need to worry about how to save the Pac-12. They don't need to worry about SDSU, SMU, Gonzaga, whatever. They need to worry about being ahead of the game and doing what's best for Arizona State, their future athletes, their previous athletes, because they don't do enough for them. Like, that is the conversation that needs to happen, not the how can we save the Pac-12, because to your point, the Pac-12 realistically is not going to exist in five to ten years if they continue to move at the pace of which they do. It's just, it's simply not logical for them to maintain a, a Power 5 status. At least that's just my personal opinion. Glenn's chat saying, no, Big 12 wants eyes on TV and just needs some teams. It's bigger than Dion, no matter how big Dion or Shane thinks he is. <laughs> um, uh, well, Glenn, let me ask you this. Are they just picking names out of a hat? They just chose Colorado and Juve just because they... No, you got to like look it. at the numbers. You, 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 you look numbers. at what, what they're going to do for you. Um, and, and I'm not saying that Deion Sanders is is the savior of Colorado, but I mean, he's a huge reason why they're going to the Big 12. Yeah, I potentially. Potentially going to the Big 12. It's <laughs> not done yet. Yeah, it's not right. done you're yet. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Look, regardless, I think George Klyovkov, everybody needs to sit back. They need to take some OGs. Yeah. They need to calm Before the hell down. Before we talk about OGs, I do, I, I do love the conversation that's being had, though, and I yes. would love for more people to contribute And what you think Chime in. is the is the reason for all of this and what do you think if you were michael crow you'd do right now because yeah yeah it's there's decisions to be made guys oh geez yes oh geez the best scratch made gummies in the valley they've got something for everybody they got flavors for everybody they got aquaberry sleep edition my personal favorite they got some strawberries and cream they've even got some mixed bags now uh, the fruits watermelon red apple peach and the creams the blackberries and cream the orange creamsicle and peaches and cream of course guys check out ogs online at ogsbrands.com and on instagram at ogs brands you can also find their products at your local dispo you do got to be 21 years or older to purchase shotgun some four peaks do it mm. responsibly shotgun four peaks shotgun four peaks okay, responsibly. okay do it um they got a bunch of good stuff hazies over at four peaks uh great summer beer mm. great teacher beer Wow. Teacher Tuesdays are Teachers back. Teachers deserve beer, too. Yep. 8th Street Pub every Tuesday through July. Bring a valid teacher ID and receive $4 pints of Kilt Lifter, Wow, Hazy, and Hopknot. Fourpeaks4teachers.org to nominate and reserve or reserve your kit. Um, check out at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. we got to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. Chris yeah. in the chat saying Crow <laughs> needs some za. I would agree. I would absolutely I, agree. He seems like a guy that could... If you're sitting down with Michael Crow, you're taking OGs, you, you got to have that conversation. You're Mike, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, why why are we so far behind the curve? And that's... Look, they don't... Michael Crow doesn't, like, <laughs> owe any ASU fan anything. Well, well... I mean, look. I mean... Uh, he, he kind of does. That's kind of his whole job. I would, I would, I would love not I, just ASU sports fans, but just ASU fans. I would alumni. Love, I would love if Michael Crow students. had like a a open forum, and like people could just ask him questions about sports. Like, uh, like w screw the innovation, screw the research. <laughs> well, well. No, I don't care about that right now. That's not what this podcast is about. It's just not talk about Arizona 
Arizona State's innovation research. I don't want to talk about it. Congrats I want to talk on your new middle, medical school. Though. I want to talk great. about why join the big they they function. Yeah, that's the trade. We'll trade you a medical school for an invitation to the Big Twelve. Um, it, it just it bugs <laughs> me, and I know it bugs a lot of ASU fans. And Chris brings up a good point in the chat. These next two years for ASU are huge. If they outplay their expectations, I'd I'd expect an invitation. Um, it, you've got to outplay. I don't even think you got to outplay your expectations. You got to outplay the expectations of the other teams departing. Like it's one thing if you're ASU and you're expected to win three, four games, and you win five or six. Doesn't mean a whole lot if there's other teams in the conference that are outplaying their expectations a little bit more as well, right? So let's assume CU and Arizona leave. Okay, then you're left with Oregon, Washington, Utah, right? Those are your heavy hitters in the Pac-12. I don't need. I don't think you need to outplay your expectations. I think you need to outplay those other schools. Um, it's like the Hunger Games. I, seriously, that's what it is, and that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. You don't want to be like, except this is the opposite. You don't want to be the last man standing here. You don't want to be the last big-name school in the, in the Pac-12. Or, well, once you get down to... What's this going to be? Eight schools? There's something's going to happen. They're either going to bring other teams in, or it's all going to dissolve, and everyone's going to go a different way. Like I, I agree. I think that the, the, these next two years, with what I would assume, UVA and Colorado will still be in the conference for the next two years, and then they go to the Big Twelve in three years because that was the course that UVA and UCLA took. Because if you don't remember, Bronny James is going to be a Trojan in the Pac-12 yeah, next year. Is. I'm very excited for that. Um, <laughs> You're gonna to have to outplay those teams. I think if you just if you just shit pump Colorado, whoa, whoa. if you just <laughs> roll U of A in football and you know handle yourself in basketball, I think it would help. I love this comment from Glenn. Though, I do too. I was about to say coming back at me saying maybe Colorado gets an invitation just be for being the sacrificial lamb to break the Pac-12 so the Big 12 can get who they really want. LMAO. Awesome. I don't hate it. I that's, that's honestly brilliant. That's a, that yeah, is brilliant. That's great. Uh, um, it, yeah, Chris, just be thankful you're not Washington State or Cal. Yeah, yeah. It would really suck to be Cal. Washington State is the most whack team ever. The most whack team ever. Yeah, WAC. Theme. Is this and last last thing about the rivalry before we move on to any of the Big Twelve updates because we do have some things that I want to get talk about as it relates to that. Like, is the Arizona State Arizona rivalry? how we we started this whole conversation right if arizona leaves does it break the rivalry and you said not necessarily it i mean it breaks it a little bit but not it doesn't kill it well the territorial cup people always just think football and yes. the territorial cup is not just football it's a it's a cumulative score in terms of all of the sports that are counted yeah um and triathlon is just starting to count which sucks because <laughs> they would have dominated that yes. for years and years and years uh that is going to be broken because you're not going to be playing U of A and all of those smaller sports if they do leave. I would be shocked if at least in football and probably basketball, they don't find a way to play each other. It just, it, it would just, it, it, you look at all, what happens with all of these other schools, unless you're like an LSU to a two lane, yeah. like you're going to find a way to play each other every year. Like your Iowa States and Iowa's in the big 10 and the big 12, like your, Florida and Florida states. Montez like, knows what's up. Would never share Zawa Crow's dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said dumbass. Dumbass. Um, so last question about the rivalry. Does it are there any other rivalries in the pack that it would entirely tear the the rivalry up? The the Oregon, Oregon State, the Washington, Washington State, or is Arizona, Arizona State at this point like the real rivalry outside of USC and UCLA? Um, and they obviously went together, so they're yeah. going to still play that. I don't think so because all of those schools are pretty even. Oregon State is. Don't talk about a program on the up. You you want to talk about a 
uh, take their over on win total in football. I think they're going to be good. Did I talk about Spencer Sanders already? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. You talked about him yesterday. So, <laughs> okay. Your daily reminder of Spencer Sanders. Your daily reminder that Caleb Williams and Tua Tungabailoa are the same height. There Six you foot go. one, by the way. Absolutely. Look it up. That's real. Absolutely. That's real. Okay. okay. I think they weigh the same as well. The exact same? I think they're both 6'1", 215. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's talk Which about... Totally long to the people. Okay. Let's continue our talk about the Big 12. But the U of A Colorado train... I was waiting for a choo-choo. There we go. There we go. 216 and 220. Wow. So just about... I mean, it's pretty good. I'll give you give or take five yeah. pounds. I might not be... I might not be a lot, but if I'm one thing, it's accurate. I'm a guy that can look at another man and tell their weight. <laughs> okay, well, I really wish you weren't. Uh, how much do I weigh, Jane? You're sitting down. I can't tell. Okay, I okay. need to see you throwing a football. Okay, okay, that's totally fair. Uh, what do you think about? Sanders? What do you think about UConn and Gonzaga? Because those are the two other schools. Those are the two other schools in play for a move to the Big Twelve. Um, and I personally don't see the Big Twelve adding four schools this, like at least in this period. I think they, I think if they do, that I think they could add four schools really at the same time. I think yeah, I, and those would be the four. What? Those four schools would be the four. What four schools did you say them? CU, yeah, Arizona, UConn, and Zaga. I think that. I don't know about Gonzaga. I don't know if Gonzaga is going to leave. Um, I think it would be San Diego State. I think they'd take San Diego State. Really, I, I, UConn is definitely a third school, like almost for sure. Um, God, that's a fun, fun. God, the Big Twelve is going to be fun to watch in basketball. Could be holy fun. crap. Could be fun. Uh, um, who would your fourth school be? Did you do you think Gonzaga would leave? I don't think they. Would I think leave. Gonzaga would leave. Really, if, if you're building the the best conference in terms of college basketball. They make so much money, though. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's your pitch, right? We're building the best conference. We're building the SEC of basketball. Yeah, but, but does Gonzaga want that? I think Gonzaga, Gonzaga wants, wants that. Gonzaga wants their, their one to three Gonzaga seat. wants money. Gonzaga gets a lot of money. They would get more money if they're selling out games with Kansas, Arizona, conference games that they would be selling those out. That would be ridiculous to play they, those But they already out. sell out. Yeah, I just think you'd make more money. I, there's yeah, more I mean, money to yeah, be, TV rights there's deal. always money to be made TV rights deal for sure but I don't know their alumni feels like an alumni that would care more about getting a one to a three seed every single tournament <laughs> uh, and beating up on St. Mary's and can we not get rid of the whack because they have the best conference like tournament style ever where the one and the two seed just get to stay in the semifinals and then you have to beat every team on your way up yeah if you don't know what their tournament is it they're in the whack right that's what it's called the Gonzaga or are they in the WCC no they're in the whack yeah. Yeah. Go look uh, up that conference tournament for basketball. It's amazing. So, yes, Fontes, I said that. There is not all it, the, the, the CU train specifically to the Big 12 is not necessarily all smoke, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> what? Spencer Sanders, 209. He's just obsessed with other I men's weight. I said 208. Gosh, you need to calm down. Uh, special board meeting today, executive session only from 3.30 to 5 with the CU Board of Regents. Um, and it says, quote, to discuss legal advice on a specific matter, dash athletics matter at CU Boulder. Um, I can't think of anything else that this would have to relate to, at least in this time, than... A potential break from the Pac-12 legally 
right? Like, I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing that was happening with the California schools. Yeah, it's but again, this is this is real. This is not like, oh, let's talk about CU in Arizona potentially leaving. Remember last year when this happened? And I would argue last year was way more out of the blue, right? Last, well, last year, it, year it was official. The, the first time you heard about it, it was official. Like yes. it wasn't like rumor, This you're actually rumor. getting like, okay, there's meetings now it's happening. it's like a volcano where it's like rumble, 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 rumble. And now it's just going to... Realistically, you're going to see probably two more teams depart from the Pac-12. Uh, all eyes right now are on CU. The 1B seems to be Arizona. Um, but if it... Again, for me, I think the only reason that the Big 12 wants a school like Arizona is because of their basketball program. They could give two shits about their football program. Um, but if Utah were to come calling and say, hey, we want to be in the Big 12, I certainly think that the Big 12 would take Utah over Arizona. But that's just me. You don't think so? No. Really? No. Why? Because... Because college football makes more money than it college does. basketball. It does. And you're taking the Pac-12 champion for the last two seasons. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're taking the best team as it relates to football in the Pac-12 from another Power Five conference. Not historically, though, and and fuck history. Well, something bad is going to repeat itself if you keep saying that. <laughs> Study your history books, kids. That's why you do it. Um, but make sure they're real because the, they write things that don't happen in there sometimes. Mm, okay. Um, Utah's basketball team until last year was tragedy. So you could say the same thing. They're they're this. The same schools flipped, and I think prestige has a lot to do with it. U of A has been a a, a school that's been ran from the top in terms of winning conferences for a long time. Utah's just getting some nibbles; they're just tasting it right now. I I I don't think they would take Utah over over Arizona, especially if Arizona's already being talked to. Utah's not not swindling U of A out of it. Okay, so last thing before we move on to some of the recruiting numbers that came out. Interesting interesting little graphic idea, I guess, concept that I want to run by you. Oh, oh send this. To, can you send this to yeah. Slack so we can uh, get it on? Oh, yeah, I love this. I'll go ahead and send this out. And it, it gets rid of all of the Power 5 conferences <laughs> but three. Go. Let's um, go. So you'd be left with three conferences, the Big Ten, the Big 12. Oh, no. It would just be the Big 10 and the SEC. It would be split into two. Oh, man. That's all I, it would be. I wanted like the Big West and the Big East. Oh, well, no, not the Big East. That's a real conference. They're kind of labeled like it. So the big, the big West and the Large East. The Big West and the Large... Wait, what? I'm just making... I don't want to do the Big East because it's already a conference. Okay. Well, this is... Let's see if I can pull this up here. My... Dude, Jeez, you are is, probably the worst. This is all over the place. You're, here, you're, we go, here we go. You're, you are 25 years old, mm -hmm. and you don't know how to use a computer. I'm using it. I'm just looking for the file, man. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Off my back, man. Um, so we'll get that up here in a second. But you've been a big proponent of, I mean, conferences kind of being eliminated. But this kind of does what you want. You're getting just yeah. two major conferences, um, and it's all split up. Right? So you've got the... Big Ten Western, the Big Ten Great Lakes, the Big Ten Ohio Valley, and the Big Ten Mid-Atlantic. That's how everything is split. Uh, so the Big Ten Western would consist of USC, UCLA, Washington, Oregon, Colorado, and Nebraska. Uh -huh. 
Here it is. Okay. The Big Ten Great Lakes Dude, would that consist is of so sexy. Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota. Talk dirty to me. Wisconsin, Iowa, and Northwestern. Big Ten Ohio Valley would be Ohio State, Notre Dame, Indiana, Purdue, Illinois, and Duke. And the Big Ten Mid-Atlantic would be Penn State, Pitt, West Virginia, Maryland, Rutgers, and Syracuse. Talk dirty to me. Put it, put ASU in there and talk dirty to me. Um, yeah, you don't see any of the Arizona schools in there. Yeah, tragic. No, yeah, any of them, meaning no ASU, no U of A, and no, no NAU GCU. or yeah. GCU. Yeah, truly tragic. Um, I love it. You don't. You also don't see Stanford or Cal. Yeah. Um, I love this so much. I also just love like they're theming it like the SEC Frontier, the, the SEC, SEC Dixie. It's just it's awesome. You know what it does overall you know what it does best it makes sense it just <laughs> makes sense yeah no, you're geographically right. makes sense i love what that really yeah make sense i was i was gonna say that really does it for you when things make oh sense oh my on a map god uh, you so, know one of my least favorite things in the world is things Anthony don't Tell make Tree. sense geographically no that i mean that's down there when people are don't have common sense mm, okay. it just boils my blood yeah i can um, i can see that and this is obviously not not having common sense this is just because they want money but this is this makes a lot of sense and can make you a lot of money. So that should be common sense. Uh, yeah, this is great. This is awesome. Yeah. Taking a look at some of the other conferences uh, or just the other divisions, I guess, within the conference. The SEC frontier would be Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, LSU, Arkansas, and Missouri. Uh, that'd be a hell of a division. The SEC Dixie would be Alabama, Auburn, Ole Miss, uh, Mississippi State, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. The SEC Atlantic Damn. Coast would be Georgia, Florida, uh, Florida State, Miami, Clemson, South Carolina, and then SEC Cumberland would be Kentucky, Louisville, Virginia, Virginia Tech, UNC, NC State. Uh, and this is courtesy of Austin Hall. Um, Austin Hall, you're doing the Lord's work. Well, he's, yeah, I don't think he does anything as it relates to sports, but he went to Pepperdine. So, well, my parents got married at Pepperdine. They got married at Pepperdine? Yeah. Like university? Uh huh. No. Oh, okay. No, Pepperdine, the Pepperdine Peppermint Factory. <laughs> yes, Pepperdine University. Hey. Fuck you. I didn't need that, okay? Jeez. Lost Highway, let's put Syracuse in over the fifth biggest metro area. I love Glenn's comment. Big 12 fans would probably rather travel to Arizona than Utah, especially for the drinkers. No, yes. you're absolutely right. And the caffeine. No, they're not caffeine. Is that caffeine too? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, caffeine. Guys, one thing that the state of Arizona has over all of the other states, it's this one. I just think of the funniest it's, thing to say. It's this one little thing called Burrito Express, okay? Burrito. They got locations all over the valley Dude, their food goes crazy we just got to pitch burrito express to the big 12 that's all we got to do it's all we got to do okay they'll be like damn this shit smacks it does smack guys whether that be the uh breakfast supreme or my personal favorite at the moment shout out leah the steak and salsa um i do want to try the bean and cheese add bacon but if you don't believe me go check it out for yourself like i said locations all over the valley uh grab a burrito and follow burrito express on twitter at burrito ex Jalen, why are you always so confused, man? Jalen in the chat. Why the hell does this title of this podcast mean? <laughs> what do you mean, bro? Jalen, you use, use your words. Why the <laughs> hell does this title of the podcast mean? Use your words, damn. Um, are you going to come at him like that? If U of A so, goes to the Big 12, so do we. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the idea of if that doesn't happen, because Colorado and Arizona are rumored to be going to the Big 12 and not ASU. Um, Arizona State's tight end Jalen Conyers, everybody. Uh, BetMGM. <laughs> if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, what are we doing? 
use that bonus code PHNX is a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, just make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. Make sure to sign into the app tomorrow as well. If you're already a member, you get a free bet every single Wednesday and Saturday, courtesy of the His House at BetMGM. And come hang out with us every first Friday of each month for our Cornhole League Knockout Nights. We also do all of our shows there. At the State Farm Stadium Sportsbook Bet MGM. They got great food. Great food. And they got brunch on the weekends, dog. <sighs> I'm a I'm a slut for brunch. What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Get there. And coming out with us every Sunday. Or whenever the Cardinals play. Actually, they're only gonna be playing on Sundays because <laughs> they don't get a primetime game because they suck. Home games. No. All games? All games. Oh. Every single Sunday. Wow. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Check the show notes for full <laughs> details. And now listen to me talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-522-4700. Kansas, Nevada. 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Right, Michigan. I feel like I need to apologize. Yeah, you definitely need to I apologize like... and address the comment. Jalen Jalen says, Shane, not going to lie, we got beef. You're trying to make me sound stupid all the time, and I'm tired of it. Jalen, you're not stupid. You're a very, very, very smart guy. And he's a very skillful athlete. Yeah, and yeah very good. He said, run at one-on-ones. Um, no, because I would get hurt. Uh, you get toasted. Tune into the high point tomorrow night. Great podcast, 6 p.m. Every single Wednesday. Yeah. Jalen hosts it. Be a blast. Um, last thing before we get out of here, we got some interesting recruiting numbers from last year. Uh, so this was before Kenny got here and the, the new coaching staff. Uh, but we've got some, like, what, what's the right term for this? Just the the, the financial Spend, spending, yeah, spending numbers? I guess, yeah. Spending uh, from 10 of the teams in the Pac-12 and how much they spent when it came to football recruiting. Um, and there are two schools that are not on here. Those two schools Why? are Stanford and USC. I do not know. Actually, number nine. Number nine is Washington State, right? Or is that Stanford? That's Washington State. Okay, I couldn't tell. Um, yeah, so Stanford and USC, not on the list. So the programs to spend over a million that lead the or led the Pac-12, I guess, in spending in terms of recruiting last season, uh, Oregon, Washington, U of A, Utah, Cal in Oregon State specifically, Oregon spent 1.8 mil, Washington 1.4, U of A 1.3, Utah 1.1, uh, Cal a little over a million, Oregon State a little over a million. Uh, before we address the next few, Cal spending over a million dollars on recruiting and they suck. Is this football or this is football? Hmm. Um, and do we know the range of when this was? This is, I want to just say it was last season. But it doesn't say that in the tweet anywhere. It just says, let's see. And this is from CBS. CBS says, no, it's not. Well, yes. Per oh, CBS. oh, per CBS. Well, let, I got to find this actual tweet then. Hold on. You keep talking. Okay. I want to find out what the. Well, the other schools programs to spend over $750,000 include UCLA in Colorado. Kind of surprised that UCLA um, didn't hit a mill. They were at. 899,000 while CU was at 770,000. Then at number nine, you've got Washington State at 641,000. And then all the way at the bottom, at least 10 of the available 10 is Arizona State, not even spending half a million, $461,000. Something that was really interesting to me is you know how I saw this this morning? 
How did you see this? Is one? Kenny Dillingham retweeted it? <laughs> Kenny Dillingham. That's retweeted a flex. What that they're going to start spending more money on? No, that he's like, we got all these dudes, and we ain't got to spend it. <laughs> I was in the chat. A milli, a milli, a milli. Great song, by the way. Shout out Lil Wayne. Does amazing things. You're gonna shout out Lil Wayne I'm like, he's, out. like he's hearing you. Yeah, shout out Lil hey, Wayne. Shout out Lil Wayne. <laughs> I know you hear me right now, dog. What do you think about all this? Um, I do, I specific Cal Cal sticks out to me that they're spending that much money and they're not doing nothing. So SI article. Uh, Cal had more than one million dollars in 2022 football recruiting expenses. That is crazy. They spent more than UCLA, Nebraska. What does this money get spent? Florida on? State. It's not graphics. Like. <laughs> What is it like on travel? I guess travel to get these kids there, like hotels, maybe like. Yeah, here it is. Um, okay, I found so it, it is for last year. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Yep. So it's just last year. Um, Oregon and Washington naturally hold the top two spots on a list that by a wide margin, but the next tier is more interesting. Arizona's spending exploded under new coach Jed Fish as the Wildcats put together one of the best recruiting classes in recent memory. To the contrary, Arizona State's recruiting budget tanked under Herm Edwards as the Sun Devils faced NCAA. Vi- there you go. There it is. Yeah. Thanks, Herm. <laughs> I was waiting for that mention. The NCAA viola- violations. Um, so yeah. So it's Herm's fault. Sure. Towels and food. Yeah, that's here's a million dollars to get fish spent on and towels food. and food. Oh my god. I gosh. love that idea. Um, yeah, Cal-, Cal might as well give Glenn a million dollars and say that was our recruiting. And then Glenn just goes, go to Cal! Go to Cal, everybody! Oh my gosh, that was loud. I think that's the first time anyone has uttered those words in probably over a year. Stop it. Nobody goes to Cal. Dog. Cat? Ah, No, that's a bad joke. It is. I know know it is. I need to be better about it. I need to be better about it, guys. Terrible. Uh, You want to tell the folks about Mountain Mike's before we get out of here? Spaghetti Shack. Spaghetti Shack. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm so used to Mountain Mike's every other week. Uh, but yeah. it was Spaghetti Shack that had us with dude, the shmoney chicken parm yesterday. Dog. Dude. Dog bruh. dude? Holy cat dog. Great show. Spaghetti Shack chicken parm. Unbelievable. I'm not going to lie. I was like kind of sad that they weren't giving us some meatballs because the meatballs go crazy. <laughs> the meatballs do go crazy. At Spaghetti Shack. But when I... What's the right word? Unfurled the foil Unfurled. on top of the chicken parm. And I was... And my eyes met with the chicken parm's eyes. Whoa. Uh, it was love at first sight. Dude, that thing went crazy. Uh, so shout out Spaghetti Shack for always providing dank food. Garlic bread went crazy. Their garlic too. bread is stupid and dumb. Is garlic bread a top 10 food? It's definitely up there because it, it's also really easy to make. Yes. It's like, so really easy to, make. easy to make. It's hard to like, it's hard to like not. No, it's it's not hard to mess up garlic bread. You said it's not hard to mess up garlic it's bread? It's not hard to mess up garlic bread. Really? Yes, you can. Because Spaghetti Shack makes it look so goddamn easy. That's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Like, you could put it in the oven for too long. It could be all... You burn it? Not even burn it, just like dry it out. That's fair. Guys, the Spaghetti Shack is a community-focused to-go pasta concept started in Tempe, Arizona by five lifelong friends, and they are currently serving Tempe in Queen Creek. Hope you guys... Go check them out because their food does smack. Again, I couldn't eat the chicken parm yesterday because there's cheese. But their meatballs. Well, you could. I would just be in pain. Their meatballs and their garlic bread. For all you folks out there that are lactose intolerant. They also brought a veggie option. Go to. Go. So if you're vegetarian. Check them out. Go check them out. 
Shane, anything else before we get out of here? Uh, become a diehard. Yes, become a diehard. Because there's a bunch of perks that you get over everybody else in the valley. Ton of stuff. Um, look at this. What am I looking at here? Ready for this? I'm, I'm looking. This, this how? It's my diehard member card. Because mm. I'm a diehard. Become one too. You get a free t-shirt every single year. You get 20% off all of our events. Like could have could have gotten twenty percent off a trip to Nashville, and there's a bunch of Diamondback takeovers too. Bunch of Diamondbacks Save takeovers. Save money on tickets. That are a great time, um, and you can just get a bunch of perks. You get adoption ranch card. You get a fifty dollar voucher to Mountain Mike's Pizza. You get just a bunch of good stuff. A bunch of bunch of good stuff. Go beefs, Clint. Become a diehard. Become today. a diehard, Clint. Check out phnxlocker.com to grab your membership to receive exclusive content, discounts on all events and merch, and access to our Discord chats. Again, guys, this is if, an ad. This isn't an ad read. If it's not for this us, is a lifestyle. If it's not for us, do it for all of the other sports teams that you love here. Right, the Suns, the Cardinals, the Coyotes. Everybody's got some phenomenal content over on our website. Yes, bets as well, the guys. The Shanes of the world. The Shanes of the world. Go become a diehard. Do it now. Shane, that's going to do it for us today. Anthony, been a pleasure. Been a pleasure, my friend. I'll see you tomorrow. Guys, <laughs> give us a follow at PHNX Wait, underscore Sundables. Give me a random quarterback. A, a random quarterback? Give me a random Phillip quarterback. Rivers. Phillip Rivers. Uh, well, no. Give me a random quarterback that's playing right now. Uh, Trent Bourget. Oh. Trent Bourget. <laughs> Can you give me a different one? Uh, Emery Jones. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Emery. Emery um, uh, Two eleven. Two twelve. Wow! <laughs> you got something special in you. My goodness, guys! Give us a follow at phnx underscore sign up. You can follow me at anthony underscore totry. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. Guessing the weights of random NFL players as always, and we'll see you guys Wednesday at two p.m. But for now, peace.